Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I'm your host, Palm. Follow me on Twitter at dpalm66. Follow the show on Twitter at UDPod. Follow the entire MTR network at, you guessed it, the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere. Podcasts are given away for absolutely free 99. Welcome to one of the final podcasts of the year from the UDPod. I'm not entirely sure when this was going out, but there should be at least two here before Christmas that are going to drop. But this one is super important because it's super late, but it's also super right on time. This is going to be your officially unofficial way too late NBA season preview. Every year we do the over-unders. We have the homie Mike on to do over all the over-unders for the season. This year it's particularly interesting because we're not getting our full 82 games. Everything's been adjusted downwards because of all the pandemic. It'll be a 72-game schedule. The season starts this Tuesday, December 22nd. Mike, what is up, man? This is weird. It's weird, but uh, kind of like this uh, short interval between seasons because more basketball for me. Also, time to reclaim the belt. Uh, so, yeah, I'm ready for this. I didn't even, like, honest to God, I threw out last year's numbers because it's just how do we do it, you know? So, yeah, I'm glad. Zero. There is no champ here. The two men of equal stature. One of us has the show. The other is a guest, but that's the end. <laughs> We're going to go in and decide the fate of the NBA teams. And for those of you who are not used to this gimmick, congratulations. Your gambling hasn't affected your life in a negative way. For those of you who don't know what's going on, every year before the NBA season starts, the NBA betters project how many wins will this team win over the course of the season. We bet on that. It's a good way for us to talk about the league, talk about things that have changed, things that we expect, and at the end of the season, we go over and see who won. It's usually me. Let's not go to the stats on that, but it's usually me. And this year, it's going to be me again. Because we're going to start in the East like we always do. We're going to start with my favorite team, like we always do, the hometown team. 72-game season, projected Atlanta Hawks, 36 and a half wins. I'm not going to let you go first, Mike. That's what a nice man would do. I'm not nice, Mike. I'm going over. I mean, I knew you were going to go over. Of course you know you're going to go over. I believe in Trey Young. I believe in Trey Young, who has help. John Collins hasn't signed an extension yet. Might be on his way out. But um, Clint Capella, that's a defensive force. We see when people – we're talking about this later with the Lakers. We talked about all spring with the Lakers, all fall too. How people are zigging when other teams are zagging. I think Clint Capella is going to be a force in the East. I think Bogdanovich is the second score they need there. I think John Collins is the guy who gets – uh, push out the pasture here, but hey, if he's got to go, he's going to go out shooting and trying to score some points on his way out the door. I like the Hawks. I like over, um, was it 36 and a half? Give me the over. I'm having this moment where I feel like I'm just going to repeat bad patterns. Like, as an Atlanta sports fan, I'm just in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about being let down. I really want to go over and I'm going to go over with you. But I just know whenever we recap this at the end of the year, I'm going to be disappointed. Look, you got Rondo coming off the bench as a mentor of like a Trey Young thing. I love it. He adds a little age to one of the youngest teams in the league. Trey Young's not going to have to do it all this year. What, what did he average last year? Let's see. What it was, uh, I just want to see something really quickly. Stats from last year. Trey Young in his, I believe, second year. 29 and a half, six a game. 29.6 a game. He doesn't have to do that anymore. I like what they're building. Coming, coming in who know how to score, man. 
Look, I mean, you're making very good points, and maybe I'm just being an irrational sports fan. But no, you're being a. By the way, anytime you are negative about the Atlanta sports, that's fully rational, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You're taking the over. Right. Welcome, in, welcome to the overlot. Welcome to the overworld. I mean, this is, by the way, it's all assuming we get like the number of games we're supposed to. We get 72. Big assumption. Right. Right. Big assumption. Last year. Big assumption. Next up is Boston. And I got to be honest, Mike, they're on a short list of contenders, teams I think could actually win a title this year. Really? I, I, the more <laughs> I look at what's happened to the East. The more you can talk yourself into the Boston Celtics? The more I think there's a space for them to do this. Jalen Brown, I love Jalen Brown. I think not having a... Uh, Kimba for the first part of the season is going to hurt, obviously. But I like the addition of Tristan Thompson. That's addressing the size question. Jeff Teague, I think, was a little washed up last year. We'll see he does in spot um, situations. They put enough around it where Marcus Smart doesn't feel like he has to do Marcus Smart things. Like, he can focus on doing those things not to be like the, 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 I'm going to start something scorer. Like, they've got that now. Like, Tatum's going to be that, I think. I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. The What's line the, uh, for them is 45 and a half. And if I'm picking a team that I'm going to trust in the East in the regular season to get things done, they're on the short list. You know, in the East, I do think, you know, they're a contender. But that doesn't mean I think they're going to win over 45 and a half games. So I'm going to have to go with the under on this one. Okay. I think the next team on our list might have something to do with that. The revamped, retooled Brooklyn Nets. Their line's also 45 and a half. Tell me what you're thinking, because we've had a couple weeks now where Kyrie's kind of done the Kung Fu Kyrie thing. Wasn't going to talk to anybody. Got fined. Called the media pawns, which when you tie your sport in compensation to media votes, when an all-star team selection or an all-NBA selection can cost you money. Maybe don't call them pawns. But I'm not Kyrie. I'm not the king of Kung Fu. Kung Fu Kyrie, the return of Kevin Durant, the line is 45 and a half. Can I be really real with you? Go for it. I'm taking the under. You're taking the under? What about I the think, inevitable think arrival the of one James Harden? I don't think he's coming. One. <laughs> we'll talk about. Oh, we've got you and I talked enough offline about James, where the Houston part's going to be a lot of fun for us. I don't think James is coming. I think the new peaceful Kyrie burning sage and saying, uh, you know, I got to take advantage of our real coach Steve Nash. I, I should have said all that stuff earlier. Ha 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 This peaceful? amicable Kyrie will go away. I see the sage as petty more than peaceful, but that's just me. He's saying he's, saying he's going to do it in every arena now. All right. Whatever. What, I, whatever. <laughs> I'll say this. This is a very talented house of cards. They are. They are. Kevin Durant is very talented. Kyrie Irving is very talented. The roster gets super thin after that. 
and you're asking me to assume someone who hasn't been healthy consistently over the last four years of his career and Kyrie Irving, and then someone coming off the first major injury of his career, not having played basketball in 522-some-odd days, and Kevin Durant, and then behind those two, it's, and I want to be fair here, a whole lot of booty. And these are guys who weren't booty necessarily because you saw what they could do as a unit before Kyrie got there. But you also saw how their opportunities were altered by the introduction of Kyrie Irving. Karis LeVert doesn't get those looks when Kyrie and KD eat first. Spencer Dinwiddie, is he a good enough backup? Pine Kyrie. Who's backing up Kevin? Who all of a sudden, guys, Kevin Durant's 32. They've decided to open a window with some older players and gamble a lot on that, especially with the first year ever coach. Not first year assistant, not first year O coordinator, first year ever coach. I've got a lot of questions about the Nets, and they may prove me wrong, and I may look silly, but I'll look silly questioning Kung Fu Kyrie. I'll do that. I can get down like that. Mike, do you think they're going over or under 45 and a half? I think I like their supporting cast more than you do. You uh, I, you know, as much as you can tell from preseason, particularly preseason like this, they they look pretty good the other night. Um, is 45 the highest uh, wins uh, for an over-under for a team? It's the highest in – no, it is the third highest. 45 and a half is like the, the line. The Lakers are at 46 and a half and the Bucks are at 49 and a half. Oh. Okay. I'm trying to think of where I see Brooklyn overall in the East. I mean, I see uh, – this one's tough because, you know, KD is going to do KD things. If he can stay healthy and Kyrie stays healthy, I mean, they're hard to stop. I'm going to go over. Two big ifs. I'll take the over. I'm writing it down for you. Two big ass ifs. Yeah, I know. But let's gamble. Charlotte Hornets, who are going to be more interesting than they have any right to be because of the mellow ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've seen. Yes. I mean, that pass he did, uh, the, like, three-quarter court underhand, mm-hmm. with a little spin, like, that just seemed like something he just did all the time messing it around. It seemed like a regular action. I think he's going to be a lot of fun. I think the problem comes down to where you look where all their money spent. Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, Cody Zell. Isn't Hayward already hurt? <laughs> For $28.5 million a year, Mike. Well, get that check, I guess. Legend at the bank. Um, their over-under is 25.5. I'm taking the under here just because you look at their division. and I, we're, You know what's also weird? That we don't have the fucking schedule. Oh, yeah. It's getting released through, like, the beginning of March. I'm like, wait a goddamn second. So this is just, like, leaving a lot of wiggle room here. I'm like, ah, let's see what happens after that. So I don't know how it's going to work out how much you're going to play your division, but this is the division that got better around the Hornets, and they only got better in one place. 
Russell Westbrook is going to have the Wizards in situations. Bradley Beal is going to be the best version of himself ever. Really? All you got to do is score. <laughs> okay. You're officially the other dude. Russ is now the son. The last two seasons, really, when Wall was out, Bradley Beal saw what it was like to be the guy. And guess what? I'd like to be the other guy, please. Uh, you really think he he thinks that? He may not think it. He, he's gonna he's gonna feel the difference. Those threes gonna be a lot more open. I'm taking under on Charlotte. I do not believe in this squad. Mike, over under. I'll go under with you though. I'm gonna probably watch more Hornets oh, games this oh, year than oh, I have. Oh, I'm all in on the mellow experience. Does the yeah. please please believe that? I'm in on that. Out on the rest of it. Next up, Chicago Bulls. They got a brand new coach. The brand new Diva roster, I think. Better roster, I think, than last year. You have a coach that's probably going to use them in a better way. I mean, yeah. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Because there's a roster that says, oh, they'll get the young guys out and run them with Billy Donovan. Like, there's, there's no – like, there's, this is a young team. Atlanta native, Wendell Carter Jr. At a pace, which is weird. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I like the Bulls. I like, I like Donovan coaching this team. I don't know if that's just a me being like a – Oh, I liked it when he coached that that Thunder squad that kind of rose above and beyond what they could do and eventually gave us what would be KD Durant or KD Harden and Westbrook. Their line's 30 and a half, and I going over because I think someone's got a surprise. I think they're the team. Yeah, I mean, Zach Levine's going to do Zach Levine things. Very much so. Uh, you know, I think the coaching is actually going to make a difference uh this year and i think the players are actually you know happy about the coach yeah that's a huge chance a huge a huge thing so, so uh, i'll over. go yeah i'll go over join me all right next up the cleveland cavaliers which if you were wondering if they were still a team mm, yeah so was Name i three players um Nance is there still, I think. Kevin Love. Tristan left. Tristan's in, Tristan's in Boston. Dova Dova. I remember they resigned his ass. Oh, wow. Okay. Didn't I'll think he could do it. Um, yeah, it's not good. Dante Exum, it's a thing. Kevin Love's making $31 million a year. And no one else in the roster is making over 12. Oh, I'm sorry. Andre Drummond's making 28. But still. <laughs> this is. Uh, they, they're rolling out J.D. Bickerstaff, who was promoted to head coach last year after uh, Bayline's resignation following his inability to work with grownups um, who aren't children. He stayed on as the coach now. And. Interim staying on. They didn't bring him on to win games. I'm taking the under. Under a oh, runner's 22 and a half. I'm taking the under. 
Yeah, I mean, if Garland can, uh... Michael. <laughs> You're not even gonna let let me talk myself into it. I mean, if you can be wrong on 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 wax, that's fine. <laughs> they have a lot of sinners on their roster. They have four, five. Jeez. I'm sorry. Let's count the good ones. Look, I'm just <laughs> uh, obviously Javale. I'm hanging up on you. Yeah. Uh, under. I just. That's two-time champion Javale McGee, by the way. That is. That is. Put some respect on this thing. Much respect. Detroit, the Pistons. Still got my boy Dwayne Casey as a coach, who I still like. But I'm now all in on the free Blake Griffin train. I think Blake Griffin's Blake Griffin's 31, man. He's got some years left. Get him out of Detroit. This is over. Detroit is, woo, Detroit. Woo, Detroit. I, the line's 23 and a half. I don't see it for you, baby. Yeah, I I'm don't see it either. And they haven't they haven't looked particularly feisty. good. They so look feisty. Yeah, like, I mean the Hawks are two and two in the preseason, and in every game they look feisty. Not the toi. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going under. The next one, I had to double check three times. I did not believe this number. The Indiana Pacers line is 39 and a half. Would you please tell me the myriad of ways the Pacers roster is better than the Hawks? That, that's not fair. That's not true either. I mean, there are lots of ways. I'm just lashing out. And because we know their best player wants to not be there anymore. Victor Oladipo is the highest played player on this roster, and he was telling teams during games, come get me, get me off this team. Sabonis is still great. Yep. One of my favorite young big men. Jeremy Lamb is still in the league, which I am shocked by. Malcolm Brogdon, like, there are pieces there. But I, what did I say the number was? Is it 39 and a half? What? what? Why? Why is the number so high, Mike? I think they're going to be close to it, but I don't think they're going to get it. I mean, look, I like Old Depot. I like Sabonis. I think in the East they'll be fine. Um, but I think it's going to be like right under 39. What I, all right, so maybe I'm being small, but, like, I don't know why you fired Nate McMillan this year, this, this all season, to elevate a guy. You can get D'Antoni. You can get a name. I'm taking the under. You take the under? Yeah. Under, okay. All right, I just, maybe, maybe I like Oladipo. I don't know why I'm taking his side on this, assuming he's, like, has some reason for wanting to leave. It's some really weird and stupid of me, but well, Mike, we reached a place where I knew we would. Heat culture, forty-four and a half. What was their what was their record last year? Heat culture is a record, sorry. If they can get the saying that respond okay. to everything, so can I. Fuck them. The Lakers won. It's okay. 
No, it's it's not okay. Can I, their big thing this year was they brought back Goron, like, and they extended Bam. Like, I don't. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in the in the off season. Like, I thought well, they would they, do. Like, roll out the squad they rolled out. Like, how much you really need to change? Like, they they have a team that can get things done. And I really hope yeah. that the rumors that they did not get James Harden because they didn't want to part with Tyler Hero are lies. Look, little tweaks when you're right at the cusp are pretty important. And I'm like, taking right over, man. Look, I think I think they're going to be a force in the East, man. I just you're taking you over forty-four now. Forty-four now, yeah. Are are you heat culture now? What's what's oh, going on? I mean, look. <laughs> you you go ahead and bet against Jimmy Butler. Look, if we know one thing, <laughs> that guy will gut it out. And, uh, and again, this is us working off of not knowing half the schedule. Look, I all right. I like the Heat. I really enjoy watching them in playoffs. Say it. Take uh, the under you. Oh, my God. No, I'm not going to take the under. I'm going to take the over because I'm hoping that, you know, Hero gets better. I'm hoping Robinson gets better. hope Jimmy keeps doing Jimmy things and, you know, Tragic stays healthy. And Bam's Bam. So, I mean, if they want to get back to the finals, I think it's, uh, you know, definitely possible for them this season, if not likely. I'll go over. Milwaukee Bucks, 49 and a half. I'm going to get out in front of this. I'm taking the fucking under. Yeah. Um, I, 49? The, oh, the, the all-season moves being the addition of Drew Holiday, all-star guy, all-NBA guy, I get that. It's a great addition. Missing on Bogdanovich is a, a bigger thing, a bigger problem than I thought it was going to be because actually they missed. I was like, okay, at least they've got money to do some stuff. I did not know DJ Augustine was suddenly. Well, did they you know just, uh, no, I did not. But look, they've been Craig, disapp- What are we doing? Look, clearly their only objective was to secure Giannis for the foreseeable Which, future. Brava, they did it. Yeah, everything else, you know. The secondary. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't take the over. They've as good as they've been. They have been I disappointed. Want to take the past I think, honestly, season. there's still some ass kickers in the East for regular season. But I think the thing that's a problem for them in the playoffs is going to start becoming a problem within the regular season. It's when things are tight in half court. Who gets to, who gets you to? Also, last season had to have been exhausting for them. I mean, they were, I mean, they played really, really well, won a lot of games, and then came up way short in the playoffs. Yo, uh, and then, like, this whole thing where they're going to hand um, Giannis, everyone gives Giannis a pin for his birthday. Yo, yo, we might have to fight. I, I missed that story. He, so, on his 26th birthday, everyone who walks in the uh, facility hand him a pin until his birthday. And when he was recounting it, he all, I, I don't know Giannis. I don't know how Giannis sounds when he's mad. For me, that sounds like a perturbed man who was recounting that story. So they were pressuring him to sign? That's the... Uh... Like, why is Chris Middleton making more than Giannis this year, man? 
<laughs> Good agent. I don't know. Great agent. Uh, yeah, 49 is a lot. I don't see it. I mean, that's the highest in the league, right? Highest in the league. Like, they're really good, but I don't think they're going to get. See, now I kind of want to take the over. All right, take it. Just because Giannis, here's all. Like, I'm not. These aren't original thoughts. And the balance of power shifted so in the east where we'll talk about this when we get west, but a lot of these motherfuckers ran east. I'll say it the under. I'll say it the under. New York Knickerbockers 22 and a half is the over under. Hi, I'm, my name is E. Palm, and I'll be taking the under. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to hear the line. I just. There's one thing that's going to happen that you see happen in these shortened seasons, like these altered seasons. The teams that are well put together seem to thrive, i.e., the heat in the bubble. Teams that are poorly constructed, i.e. the Clippers in the bubble, seem to fall apart under similar circumstances. New York Knicks are, of many things, well put together. Not one of them. Um, Orlando, 31 and a half. I'm not looking anything up. Every year I take the over with the fucking Magic. Every year. And every year I'm wrong. Under. Really? <laughs> I talk myself into the Magic every year because I still like the black and white pinstripes. Those are the coldest jerseys history in the NBA. However, not no more. I stand. I stand here. So you've been talking yourself into the magic because you like Penny back in the day, and I'm not saying it's all <laughs> of it. Just can't do I'm it definitely saying it's part of it. I think um, when Oladipo was there, I liked him a lot. Um, ah, Arkell Fultz is a thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Aaron Gordon, I liked. I, don't, I always thought they were about to turn the corner, and they never did. So I'm done picking them. I'm, I don't want to know a thing about this roster. Give me the under. <laughs> Look, I haven't been excited about the Magic in, in a while, and I don't really – I'm not rooting for them. I'm not hopeful that they're going to get to 31.5. I don't think they're going to get to 31.5. Like, they're going to have to prove me wrong this season or two. Is. Philadelphia Sixers, 45 and a half. They put some real shooters around um, Embiid and Simmons. They've got Doc Rivers, who your mileage may vary. (laughs) The fact that he has so many friends in media means no one's really giving a great – I'm not saying they're giving dishonest fans. I'm saying that the voices who are like, hey, maybe Glenn Rivers isn't the best person to handle a complicated uh, personality dispute. So the only time he did it was one season in Boston, and then it fell apart. But Glenn's the coach. He's going to be called Doc no more. Y'all got to – for everyone, why you call him Glenn? He wanted to be called Glenn. I'm going to call him Glenn. I'm going to call him Glenn. <laughs> that was all an elaborate setup, so you could just – Long way to go for that joke. It was a thousand percent worth it. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Um, 45 and a half is a lot of wins. Assuming health, assuming that the shooters pan out, assuming Danny Green's not shot. I don't want to agree with you more, so I'm just going to get in before you do and say under. Oh, I'm taking Uh, the over. Okay, good. Are you taking the over? Good. Yeah, I think think that there, there are pockets in the East that are so soft that Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago pocket is such a, like, I look at this, oh, God, there's some really bad teams in the East. Like, I think there are. I like, I like Philly, and they're going to be interesting to watch. 
but <laughs> like, the East for me is very much the haves and have-nots. Like Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn, Philly. Like that's in Miami, honestly. And then honestly, if you really want to get really real, also Toronto because they did things. Who's up next on our list? Forty-one and a half. They did things last season. I thought they couldn't do anymore. Pascal Siakam's getting better. Um, the rest of the sporting guys getting better. Another year, Kyle Lowry. Another year, Fred Van Vliet. I don't know. Ah, like the Raptors. That's a squad. Like they lost uh, their Gazal, but they got Aaron Baines. OJ Anyambe is amazing. Norman Powell off the bench. I don't see why this can't be a 42 win team. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I mean, look, they have proven that they can get it done in circumstances people don't really think can work. Um, you know, you lose and your. They're playing in Tampa. Ah. Hmm. I don't know if that helps. Huh? I'm also assuming all these players play all these games because they're not doing a bubble, which we're not going to talk about, but we probably should. Look, I'm just trying to ignore that they're aspect. They're making a lot of goodwill this summer and fall, and it feels like they're punting it into the goddamn sun. Like, why would you choose Florida, the place with no restrictions, to play your games? Like, do you want your team to stay healthy? Sorry. Last Sorry. team in the East. I want you to pick this one first. The Washington not bullets yet. 32 and a half. Look, they can't ever be the bullets after what uh, what's his I name. Did. Don't you be so fucking rational. <laughs> uh, lost John what? Wall. They added Russell Westbrook. I joked that the Rockets and the Wizards put their four guards in a hat and everyone drew two names. I mean, Apparently that's what they did. He's not Russell Westbrook, but the first time ever is in the East, where some would say he's always belonged. He's eventually, he's slowly making his way to being an aging New York Nick point guard. And I oh, feel welcome his eventual destiny. Mike, over under 32 and a half. Other teams around this special. Chicago at 30 and a half, Orlando at 31 and a half, and the Atlanta Hawks at 36 and a half. Washington Wizards, 32 and a half. I'm going to go over the well, grudging one. But like you're, you're, you're very high on the Russ. East. You're very high on the Russ acquisition and just very low on the East. It's the, it's the Russ acquisition, first and foremost. Secondly, I think there's enough dog shit in the East where he can feast. Look, Russ is going to feast wherever. Like, that's what Russ does. But and, and let's be really real about something in the East. Let's find that defensive guard is the stopper in the East. Who's getting in front of Russell Westbrook in the East? Holiday. Cool. That's one. Simmons size, two. Look, you said name them. I named them. The East looks interesting, guys. I think this is going to be, um, if you go by wins and losses, here's your top eight. Milwaukee, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, and uh, Sixers all tied at 45 and a half. The Raptor, the Heat, San alone at five at 44 and a half. Raptors, Pacers, and Hawks right up the top eight in the East based on win projection. We'll go to the West now where things I think are a little bit more pat just because Everything seems like the dust is cleared over all the moving. They're winners, they're losers, and we'll start with one of the winners, I think, in Dallas. 42 and a half. I'm taking the over. 
I've said it before on this podcast, I'll say it again. I was very wrong about Luca. He's good. He's I thought the Luca thing was a little hype. Then this motherfucker put the Clippers in the blender in the playoffs. And I well, am for one a believer. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm a big fan of Luca. He's very, very good. Um I like their also, team. See what you're doing, Mark. Yes. Well, these all white rosters, we see. It's fine. I get it. It's Dallas. Just know that we see. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Chris Sops, yeah. We'll see how long that's going to be. I think they, some of this injury, like the surgeries you're hearing, like the timing didn't work out. I think they really thought they were getting till January. Yeah, that's true. Like his news, Kemba's news, it was like guys were like, I'll be back at the beginning of January. I thought we were not. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> it's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, we're both taking the over there in Dallas. Good place to be, I believe. The Denver Nuggets. 44 oh, and a half. The Nuggets. Impassioned run last year to the conference finals. <clears throat> 44 and a half is the number. Mike, where you at? I hope Jamal Murray slept for like a week after uh, that last series. Um, earned, it. earned every drop of it. Oh, yeah. I really like this team. Um, I love Murray. I love seeing him ascend last season. I love uh, – I want to see what Michael Porter can do. Yo, why uh, isn't Michael Porter starting I don't know. Um, okay, as long as, as long as it's important to get vision for you, too. The more I'm like, why isn't he starting? Why isn't he like? He gets his burn. He gets his numbers. I think he needs I to be more this year, obviously. And Jokic, yeah, like I'll go over Jokic, with him. Jokic, yo. We both we both adore a good big man, and he can't be the best we got right now all around. For sure. Bit of a defensive liability, but I mean, honestly, who's he got to defend really of size at this point? Right. They run them all out of there. So, yeah, we're both. I, I, 44 and a half is a great number for me, first of all. It is. I'm they're a bit more bullish players. on them than maybe I think Vegas is. I think they're going to be a really good top four team in the West. So, I'm taking the over. Golden State. 36 okay. and a half. No clay. Draymond's injured now. Mike. This is a team that gambled that their window would stay open when they re-signed Clay and Draymond. They said, we don't need to prepare for the future. The future is now. The three key pieces of that trifecta of team to keep that window open, Seth's 32, Draymond's 30, and the next time you see Clay Thompson, he'll be 31, and now that played basketball in two and a half years. I don't know if the right move was investing and saying, hey, we're going to pay down on these guys right now. I just don't know. Wiggins is there still. Um, He can get moved after, I believe, the all-star break or whatever the new rule is going to be. So he's a piece that can go. I Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me Steph's I'm – Steph's still Steph, though. Huh? Steph's still Steph. Doing Steph things. Yeah, but do you burn a year of Steph on a team that's not going to contend? 
I'm taking the under. Uh, Where are you at? Uh, I'm going to go under. These injuries are just you got to remember, this is also a step that first years of his career, we had a lot of questions if his ankles would hold up. Right, but I think you're just – I think he'll be fine. Uh, sure. The other That's injuries are – You sound like you sound like the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> we think he'll be fine. Hope so, buddy. Houston Rockets, this is super interesting. The line – is 34 and a half. So it sounds like they're assuming Harden moves. Right. I think they're wrong. I agree. I think, as you and I discussed offline, he misplayed his hand as a year out from the leverage he thought he had, and now he's just kind of kind of show up and fucking play now. Like that's the deal. Right. I hope that they do the weird uh, new uh, the Pelicans thing they did with uh, uh, AD and not play you for some weird reason. Hmm. Good luck but with that. The addition of John Wall, I don't know if that's as much an upgrade from Russell Westbrook as it's just kind of a, a even a semi-backwards lateral move. Because with Russell, at least I knew he could still get to the the the, the rim when he when he, whenever he wanted. I'm sure Wall can, but coming off that Achilles, who's in the, the defining aspect of his game was his explosiveness. I gotta ask questions. Also, it'd be journalistically um bereft of me not to point out that of John Wall's $41 million owed to him, if he can't play, insurance pays it, not the Rockets, because Nelson Fertitta is broke. <laughs> broke boy. Smells like broken here. It, do you, I mean, I'm taking the over because I don't think he leaves, and if he doesn't leave, they're winning more than half their game. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, this is tough. Uh, cause I don't think that's going to be a happy locker room. Um, I think they're kind of fed up with this shit. And the year that, the year know. that Knicks won the title, I think it was 77. I used to joke that if you had nine guys come into the locker room, you had nine cabs on the way out. Oof. All right. They didn't like each other, but they want a ring. Like, you know, that's the thing is like, and it's not even about winning a ring. It's about winning games. And James Harden's going to go out there and win you regular season basketball games. And so I think the the bet now is do you think that they're going to trade him? I say no. I, I mean, say the over. It's that and is it, you know, do Wall and Cousins stay healthy? Does PJ stick around? Oh, lots um, of, you're right. Those are all very important questions. But it's like the uh, old offensive coordinator for the Colts used to say, they asked a beat reporter asked him once why they didn't practice the backup um, and only let Peyton Manning take all the snaps. He says, well, if 18 goes down, we're fucked. We don't practice fuck. <laughs> if Harden goes down, you if Wall if Wall goes down, it's bad. If all these, the players you named, they all go down, it's bad. If Harden goes down, they're fucked. I find it very uncomfortable for me to bet the over on Houston. Take the under. It's fun to put some really... sides in it, bro. Let's do it. You're betting the under. Clippers, 45 Fine. and a half. I'm betting the under, and I'm laughing while I do it. Because I don't think they're going to – like, all this shit that's come out of the woodworks about Ka- Kawhi not wanting to practice, about uh, Paul George trying to be a fucking leader after shooting a ball off the backboard. Everything's come out. None of it's been resolved. None of it. And we think of it as, like, as Aaron Grievance is in this. The only thing that's changed 
is the head coach because the rest of the staff is still there because all they did was elevate Ty Lue, who should have had a head coaching job before this. However, this job, poison pill. Because if they don't re-sign, excuse me, I forgot Paul George re-signed because the Clippers want more of that. If Kawhi doesn't re-sign, Ty Lue's the fall guy no matter what. Full stop. I'm betting the under. I feel bad for Ty Lue, but I'm watching the train wreck from across the hallway, smoking cigars with the champs. Yeah, I, I don't know how you take the over on the Clippers. Uh, Pat Bev not getting any younger. Lou Williams not getting any younger. Uh, Kawhi not getting any less chronically injured. Uh, my favorite Pat Bev story? No. You probably heard it. Uh, I think it was a couple, like, it was, like, after, he, I think, the the second Golden State raid. They're playing uh, Warriors. And Pat Bev says, last three years are you. Next five years are mine. <laughs> Steph Curry looks at the face and says, aren't you 32? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was, was so mean. It was so true. <laughs> We're both taking the idea. just asking questions, okay? Um, <laughs> People want to know. <laughs> the next look on the list, you're defending NBA champions, the bubble champs, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Lions 46 and a half. Mike, I'm banging the over. LeBron's got I'm something to prove, apparently. I didn't realize it. Uh, I'm taking the under. Oh, I love Rest the hate. Up. Feed me the hate. The hate what makes hate? stronger. I think they're probably going to win again. I also the think question, the question is, do you show fealty during the season? And the answer for you is no. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Los Angeles Lakers stand. No, I'm a LeBron stand. I'm a LeBron stand. This is a LeBron positive podcast. You know that. You, you know said that. LeBron's name for the first time in your Lakers rant. What'd you say? You just said LeBron's name for the first Bro, time in the I happen to be in the same purposes as these snakes that are Lakers fans. I happen to agree with them in this one point. I am not one of them. I am not of them. They know this. I think you've been converted recently. No, no. It's it's not about Lakers excellence. It's about LeBron consistency. What about AD? Ask AD what he'll tell you. LeBron's that dude. You would tell me you know AD better than AD knows AD? <laughs> I didn't think so. The Memphis line is 30 and a half. I like him. Oh, yeah. Ja? I like Ja. I like what they're doing there. I'm taking the over. You taking the over? Definitely taking the over on the. Right. Uh, I mean, oh, by the way, I forgot this is why I'm taking the under in New York. Tibbs is their fucking coach. <laughs> I like to redouble my under on New York. Woo, buddy. I hope all these rookies and young players that RJ Barrett, hope you got good insurance, brother. He's going to run mm-hmm. you into the ground. Woo, buddy. Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't believe in you. Jimmy Butler said y'all were soft. And Jimmy Butler proved to me he don't lie a lot. 
Conklin Towns, he told me that you were soft. Gene Bowe don't lie a lot. That line's 28 and a half, and I'm under it. It's 28 and a half? Yeah. And, you know, I really want Anthony Edwards to do well. Uh, He'd rather rap. <laughs> I'm going to go over. I'm going to have a little misguided faith. Speaking of well-guided faith, the Orleans Pelicans. Look, I was in after last year with Brandon Jennings putting the performance that I didn't. I, I told people openly and loudly, I was like, I don't believe in Brandon Jennings. I don't know why y'all try to keep him in this trade. Get him out of this fucking town. Da, 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 da. Who and buddy. I was wrong about Brandon Jennings, and I would like to apologize on this podcast. My God, I was speaking about Brandon Ingram. I apologize for getting his name wrong this time. Brandon Ingram, is that truth? I didn't know it. I was in when Brandon, uh, Brandon Ingram came back. I was in when Zion Williamson came back with all the baby fat gone. And then I realized they hired Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> Y'all, 36 and a half. I'll take the over, please. Yeah, I mean, Look, this is. They got David Giffen out here making crazy deals. Getting the Anthony Davis Hall for Drew Holiday. And then said, let's stay and run the kids. I'm all in. Definitely, yeah. Over, I like them. I think they're going to continue to get better. Sucks they lost Holiday, but they'll be fine. It seems to have been worth it. They brought back the damn King's Ransom again. Oklahoma City, I'm not sure what's happening. I don't think they're sure what's happening. But I do they've got all the picks in the world. They've got a future all everything in shake in SGA. Um Al Horford's now the starting center, which should tell you the, the the state of the rest of that roster. Their line is twenty two and a half, and my God, give me that under, man. They are the Knicks of the West. Wow. Wow. That is not structurally, not structurally on the court product this year. That is harsh. They're well, look, they're well put together a squad. Like, I think you told me talk about all the, the halls they got for these trades. I think their future is very bright. If 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 their GM comes to you, ask you for something, you say no. Why? What? No, what'd you hear? No, no, you can't have it. Like, you have to say no immediately. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think they believe in themselves this season. They got all these picks coming up. Uh, they're trying to rebuild. Sam uh, Presley knows what he's doing, man. Look, I, if Sam Presley was like, hey, I'll give you a million dollars for your car, I'd be like, car worth two? What'd you do? What do you know? I was like, like, I'm <laughs> immediately suspicious. Taking the under? Definitely. All right. Phoenix, they added Chris Paul, the only star who didn't run from the West. He said, I'll come coach these kids on the floor. And I got to be honest, he seems like a good fit. You got Devin Booker doing his thing. You got a great young big in DeAndre Ayton. Jay Crowder is the four-point defense. And Chris Paul running the show and them learning from Chris Paul? <sighs> Tell me I'm wrong to not be kind of a little excited about this? I don't know. 
What's what's the line? It's too high. That's the problem. It's 38 and a half. Look, after Chris Paul's anger fueled him to he, he, he did OKC he to be the, rock, the thunder of the playoffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I I'm just gonna go over because my cha- I need to change my bet. Look, I Hold like on, Chris. Let's look at this breakdown real quick. Because right now, yo, right now from win total, they're the seven seed. Hmm. Look, uh, I think, yeah, I'm going over. I just, I think he's going to be good for them. I think having a legit point guard and a vet and someone who's just been, had all this experience is going to benefit them. Booker's going to play better. Everyone's going to play better. Yeah. Here's what we're not going to agree on. Trailblazers are 41 and a half. I don't see it. You don't see it. I think the enough teams in the West got good, got better. So Portland treading water didn't make him. Okay. I'm going to name the teams ahead of them in over-under numbers just going into this. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Jazz. The five teams ahead of them, over-unders, win total odds. Behind them. Suns, Warriors, Pelicans, Rockets, Grizzlies. Mm. I'm bullish on a lot of teams around them. That's a good point. Someone's got to lose. I'm taking the under. But Melo's back. And Dane. Take the over, Mike. I'm not. <laughs> no, take the Melo respect over. I can't. I wonder if the Melo defenders will be just as loud if, like, he, if, it, if it turns into what we think it might turn into. I mean, how many metal defenders are there? They're called Knicks fans. Well, and things they, have been working out so well for them. They had to find some cause. They couldn't defend their own team anymore. The Kings are 27 and a half, which I believe is the lowest, one of the lowest numbers on here. Like, that's a low number. Which is why I'm going to take the over. Really? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to read their starters off to you. You tell me where you get excited. Uh, It's not about her. I'm reading names. De'Aaron Fox. Buddy Heald. Hey, buddy. How old is, hold on. A 28-year-old Harrison Barnes. Marvin Bagley III. Rashawn Holmes. Hassan Whiteside is coming off the bench for them now, in case you're wondering where he went. What did I name you that says, yes, this team wins over 27 and a half games? I just think the number's low. I think... I think they'll... This is a value pick for you, then. Yep. San Antonio, 29.5. Again, I have to take the over. I am contractually obligated through fear to bet on the Sabres. Yeah. Look, I'm not betting against Pop. I don't care. Just, it's not going to happen. 
So over. You didn't even have to tell me the line. Over. It's a thin roster, bro. Yeah. Cool. Who's our head coach? I'm taking the over too. I'm just I'm just saying the roster thin. That's fine. Just acknowledge what's out there. It's slim pickings for the San Antonio Spurs. And last but certainly not least, the beginning of the COVID outbreak in the NBA, Rudy Gobert's <laughs> dumbass. Um, the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz's line is 42 and a half. Starting five of Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Bajan Bondakovich, Royce O'Neal, and Rudy Gobert. It's a good line. Yeah, it's it is a good line. I'm going over. I'm going mm-hmm. over. Again, I don't know how this this season's schedule is going to work out, but they're going to get fat and happy on Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and if I'm right about Portland, Portland too in that division. Yeah, it's just you going through uh, like the playoff seating that's throwing me off. <laughs> well, it's just the playoff seating based on winter. I know, I know. Because I like I like their roster. Um, They've got the so so we'll do the seating at the end of this, but right now the forty-two and a half put them in a five seed. Hmm. <laughs> They're tied. Excuse me, tied four seed because the Mavericks are also forty-two and a half. Well, they also have the Clippers. Like we need to remove the Clippers from that. Um, Forty-two, uh, uh, you said. Yes. Over. If you want to feel better about it, you also took over on Denver 44 and a half. So I think those are two teams that if you feel similar about either one, then you shouldn't feel good there. Yeah. Working at the West, top eight in the West based on win total odds. Lakers at the top of the one seed. Clippers the two seed, 45 and a half. Three seed Nuggets, four seed shared by the 42 and a half win teams. Utah and Dallas, 41 and a half, puts Portland at six. 38 and a half, puts Phoenix at seven and 36 and a half. Ties New Orleans and Golden State for the eighth seed based on projected win totals. Mike, thank you for doing this with us. Thank you for running through the league, getting us prepped for Tuesday night tip off. Who are the first two games of the season, you ask? I'll tell you in a second. It's going to be Golden State and Brooklyn at seven o'clock on TNT, and then 10 o'clock tip, the Lakers taking on the Clippers, both in the arena. It's going to both going to be a lot of fun. I hope they never bring back fans. You guys were the worst. Mike, <laughs> do you have anything you want to say on the way out of the door? Any sort of Bold projections for the year. Do we both agree this is the Lakers' new ring? And will you join me in the LeBron James MVP uh, balloting? Look, I think LeBron is somehow chronically undervalued, which makes no sense as the best guy in the league. Um, Yeah, I mean, the championship, I think, is the Lakers to lose. yeah, I'm just not going to join in your Laker fanaticism. Sorry. I'm a LeBron fanatic. I This is – you know Look, what I'm I'm just starting a storyline that's going to catch. Everyone's going to call you a Lakers fan. That's fine. That's not funny. Well, it is to me. That's all we've got this week. Thank you so much for joining us. In case this is the – I think this is going to go out first. So this will not be your last episode of 2020. We'll try to go more out. Uh, if it is, then timing was weird. And I apologize for the confusion. Um, thank you for rocking with us all through 2020 through the quarantine, all across the entire network from Super Tuesday to Character Corner to this nonsense to Insanity Check 
to everything that we've done here, to the stuff I do with Susan that you're going to see a lot more of in 2021. Um, appreciate it. I guess I'll go longer on the other show, but yeah, thank you all for listening. That was the show. There is no outro. See you guys next time. Peace.